0: Real, baby Back on track Come on, opening day About a week and a half away Gimme, no, gimme, 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 gimme Week in six days as we, No, it's two weeks officially Two as we weeks tape this. I'm Two gonna, weeks I'll, from today I'll figure it out I will sure. figure it out, I swear to God It's Let's Go Duffalo on the Odyssey app Where we get your podcast His name is Ryan Duffy My name is Patrick Duffy Thank you for saying my name Sure back to me uh so we are officially into the regular season getting ready for the regular season i realized uh today as you were coming over Mm -hmm. taping this show today was the stupidest thing we could have done why is that because we are less than 24 hours from the bills making their final cuts Hmm. so there's a lot of things as we tape this that we do not know players going out players coming in but i mean we can work our way through that
1: so thank you so much for
0: listening to the let's go duffalo podcast we'll see you tomorrow So before we get into the upcoming week one game, mm-hmm. we got to recap everything that happened over the weekend and big win for your Buffalo Bills big win. in Chicago, big cover, big cash for the degenerates. A lot of bigs. You good now? Uh, yeah, I feel much better. Oh, you feel much better? Do you? I feel much better. You feel that better? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. How could you have been so alarmed last week after a quarter and a half of bad football and so fine now? After a single drive of really good football.
1: I mean, two weeks ago, they were playing B-O-O-T-Y. So, yes, I'm reassured now okay. because I was validated in that, like, okay, they can clearly still do it. Huh.
0: So, yeah, just put my put my concerns huh. to the side. Because it's weird, because I remember, I mean I, I mean, I don't remember a lot of things, you know, but I remember a guy sitting across from you last week saying, uh, how illogical and stupid it was to think that the bottom had completely fallen out of the entire team. Dude,
1: nobody said the bottom had fallen out. You just I said,
0: s- you literally just said, oh yeah, they could still play football.
1: They can, No, they they performed well. They performed to the level that that clearly is the expectation of them. That's how they played last year and for the last couple of years. So it's good to see it again. Okay, so here's what I don't get.
0: Sure. Cuz like you have a right to be upset with how worried you are about the Bills this upcoming season. I'm not your brain. I can't tell you how to feel. And maybe I'm over I'm underreacting to some of the things we've seen in the preseason here. But if your reaction is that the Bills are not going to be good based on last week's game, and your reaction based on this week is that the Bills are going to be good because of what you saw in that one drive, both of those reactions are wrong. And I'm not speaking to you specifically. I'm speaking to all Bills fans that I've been following on social media throughout the last two weeks.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. That would be a wrong opinion. That's not my opinion, and that's not what I was thinking. Uh I was concerned because they weren't playing well. They were taking a lot of penalties, Uh and it was great to see them get back on track. I don't think that any preseason game is going to be a benchmark for how good or bad a team is going to perform throughout the entire season. Okay. But they clearly regressed in week two of the preseason, and they got it back on track last
0: week. All good to go. So Super Bowl guaranteed is what you're saying. That's, yep. Based Mm -hmm. on the drive and then the defense shutting them down. The first team defense did not give up a first down to the Chicago Bears starting offense. By the way, I do uh, want to amend a comment that I made last week. Because I was wildly nervous about Josh Allen playing in this game. Yeah. Because I had said towards the end of the podcast, you'll know how McDermott feels about that performance in Pittsburgh based on how long the starters play if they play at all in Chicago. And What do you know? On Friday, he said they're all going to play. Is it the new trend in the NFL to play your starters in the third preseason game? Because it seems like absolutely everybody did it. The Bears played almost everybody. The Mm -hmm. Jets played their starters. The Bills played theirs. I mean, I was watching preseason games all weekend. It was just starter after starter after starter. What the heck's going on? Yeah, I don't know.
1: The only one I can think, I don't know if Dak Prescott played or not. I know he was calling plays toward the end of the game. I don't know if he was in street clothes the whole time. Which I also
0: find funny. Like, if I'm an offensive coordinator or a head coach, the last thing I want to do is let my quarterback call the plays. (laughs) Because you're essentially... Like anybody could do it. Right. Come on, right. hey, let that guy come on down. Hey, my whole cool place. Come on, come in here. Or
1: it's a, a long game where you put them in against a uh, lower competition, or you let the, your your quarterback call the plays against a lower competition, and let's
0: say they don't do well, that's a pretty glowing review for yourself. Okay, but that's how it should be. You can't win, because if they fail, yeah. they're supposed to fail. They're sure. not a coach. If they do really, really well, hey, this whole call play thing is so hard, is it? Yeah, low risk.
1: Uh, or what is it, high risk, low reward. You
0: got it. But that's actually the perfect transition into what might have been the most surprising thing to come out of that Bears game on Saturday. What's up? So in the post-game press conferences, Sean McDermott was asked about playing the starters, and he said he did it because he wanted to see a couple of things. And in describing what he wanted to see, he shared with the media that he did not make the defensive play calls during that game on Saturday. Did you hear this? I, uh, no. Okay. No, I didn't. So, didn't make the defensive play calls. It was John Butler, one of the defensive assistants. The defensive line coach. You got it. Made that call. I believe he's now the assistant, assistant head coach, head coach. Something coach. Yeah, like yeah.
1: that. Too. He got a promotion this past summer.
0: So, uh, after he reveals this, one of the reporters asks uh, McDermott if he will be calling the defense on opening night. And to quote him, we'll see. We'll see. We're going to have to see. You cool with that? I mean, I... I, I as cool as I'm gonna be able to be, I guess. All right. So let's say McDermott is not calling the defense on Monday Night Football against the Jets. Mm-hmm. It's John Butler. Yeah, you're not. You're not alarmed. Do you prefer that over McDermott calling the defenses? Well, I mean, you got to
1: think if the all the concerns that we had about McDermott calling the defense mm-hmm. in game those would be quelled because now he is just focused on the team as a whole, you know? Yes. Um. But the concerning side of it is if John Butler, I, to my knowledge, has never been a defensive coordinator.
0: And at the um, NFL level, I don't think.
1: Right. And he's been in the league for quite some time. Maybe this is like an opportunity, uh, opportunity given to him by McDermott to like kind of break into the next level. Cause he's been in the league for quite some time, if oh, I recall.
0: But here's, here here's, here's my thing. Sure. So like, you know, Leslie Frazier leaves for whatever reason. Yeah. Or is shown the door. Who knows at this point? We're never going to find out. Mm-hmm. The whole offseason and training camp, the discussion is Sean McDermott's going to call the plays. Yeah. Bill's players saying that he's a very intense defensive coordinator. He wants done what he wants done. And then at the last possible moment, yeah. he's like, eh, ah, maybe not.
1: What's up with that? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, again, preseason, maybe giving the guy a shot and see how
0: he does. Well, I again, I mean, you're letting Dak Prescott call plays. Fine, whatever. Um, but Dak Prescott's not going to be calling the offense opening day. Like, like when they went to, you know, when they went to McCarthy and they were like, Hey, is Dak Prescott going to call, you know, all the plays on opening day? He didn't, he wasn't like, we'll see. Yeah. That's that would see
1: about that. That would be my criticism there. Like I wish McDermott would be a little bit more transparent, but I don't
0: know, who knows? Maybe he's just playing the game of like, we'll have to just see. It is possible. It's gamesmanship, which I'm totally okay with Uh, here. My, my fear, my fear is that, um, McDermott realized that he may not be able to do all of this at once, which is fine. I mean, sometimes you have to be put in that position to understand he had done it before with the bills, that couple of games stretches first season when Leslie Frazier's defense was not performing well, he took over the play calling and then ended up giving it back to Frazier later in the season. Yeah. I just, I wish there would have been a contingency plan. Yeah. Past. We're just going to grab this guy unless the plan the whole time. Yeah, I was going to
1: say maybe Butler was the, the plan. Uh, you know, he took the promotion at the beginning of the off season. Uh, maybe that was something they were kicking around inside. I mean, they don't have to tell everybody if they don't have. I mean, same thing that the, the Patriots did last year. Granted, not too much.
0: <laughs> granted, not that too much That was success, the worst thing to say to make me feel better.
1: No, I'm not trying to make you feel better. I'm just making a point of like, you don't have to tell us who the defensive coordinator is. It could be play calling by committee for all we cared, you know, But but I think it could have been. The contingency plan, because they said the whole time they wanted to keep it in house. They weren't going to try to like. What did someone put it some way? It's like we have plenty of great candidates in you know in house. Uh,
0: Maybe John Butler is one of them. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Two things there. If that was the plan the whole time where you were going to lead people to believe you are going to call the plays, or you were going to even try it knowing that John Butler, you believed, was capable to do this and he was going to be the backup, I'm okay with that. Sure. If the entire time you were never going to call the defensive plays, and John Butler's actually been doing it this entire time, yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah. If what actually happened here was McDermott <laughs> believed he could do it, got into doing it, was like, oh, crap, who else wants to do this? And then John Butler's like, I'll do it. I don't even care. I'll do it. That, that alarms me. I'm also bothered by the idea that they weren't going to look outside of the team at all. Hmm. Because if you have someone in mind inside the franchise, great. Yeah, Like if you think someone deserves that promotion, fine. But to make the statement, there's like plenty of guys here who could do it. That That's always a scary statement. Well, they didn't put it like that. I mean, they're trying to build from within. Same they would do with the roster. Okay, fine. But like when 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 Dable went for his head coaching job, mm-hmm. right? We knew it was going to be Ken Dorsey calling the offensive yeah. plays. He yeah. was going to be the offensive coordinator. He was being groomed for that job. Yeah. We had not heard anybody being groomed. For D.C. Yes. And now, yeah. granted, we didn't expect Leslie Frazier to leave. That's, you're right, right. Fine. But just, again. Even though he was getting
1: uh, uh, head coaching uh, interviews for the last, what, three years. I think everybody knew that wasn't I know, happen. but I'm just saying it's it's unfortunate. Well, yeah. I, I, look,
0: again, the NFL has decided we're going with the youngest possible people. My daughter just got a head coaching interview. Good for her. Yeah, with the Arizona Cardinals. She's nice. looking forward to it. I'm helping her prepare. But the point I'm making is, like, I don't know, like, if you had your guy, mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. If the idea was like, oh, it's too late in the process. We can't find anyone from the outside, so we're just going to say stuff out loud. That that scares me.
1: Yeah, for sure. I hope that's not the case. I mean, either way, I hope. <laughs> obviously, I hope it works out for us. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. I McDermott seems so wiggly as far as the wiggly. the
0: gamesmanship is of concerned. all of the
1: real spry.
0: Well, it's probably because he used to be a wrestler.
1: Yeah, exactly that's probably why that word came came to mind there
0: super wiggly yeah all right but uh throughout all the surprising things that we saw over the weekend with McDermott making that statement with the Bills offensive defense looking unstoppable real quick too did anyone hear Tremaine Edmonds name during that game at all on Saturday I
1: mean I think he had a couple tags. no not, nothing for loss no Bust. Um, I did. (laughs) You're right. Boo. I I did love seeing like literally every, what, all 90 players on the Bills team like lining up with them at midfield. Be like, hey, let's get a photo. All right, now just me. It's it's like literally what happened at at George's baptism this weekend. Or it's like, okay, now just the parents. Okay, godparents. All right, one godparent. Like everyone's just filtering in trying to get a photo with Tremaine Edmonds.
0: Do we find out who got his his jersey? Because you know they do the jersey trades. Oh, yeah. He's only got one jersey. I'm not sure. Right? I'm dying to know who he picked on that entire roster of guys he played with forever that he was willing to swap jerseys with. Yeah, that's a good question. We need to do a little more investigative journalism and come up with that next week on the show. Right. We're going to forget. Yeah, totally. Uh, But past all of the surprising stuff we just talked about, the most surprising thing coming out of One Bill's Drive Mm -hmm. this weekend. Mm Hmm? Trey Lance. Oh, yeah. The former top five pick quarterback was traded from San Francisco to the Dallas Cowboys. Um, and it's funny to watch America's team. <laughs> I'm reading a ton of articles because it is still unbelievable. Trey Lance played in, what, eight games for the 49ers? Something like that. Yeah. He was a top five pick. They yep. traded three first round picks and a third round pick to get up to the spot to draft him. And two years later, sure did. they traded him for a. Fourth round pick? Fourth round pick. Ding,
1: ding, 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 ding.
0: Okay. Come on. I'm reading this article. It's like oh uh, they were like the pick of Trey Lance was bad, but the trade was not. What does that even mean? I don't understand how that's the you case. You traded three first round picks at a third for a fourth round pick. Yeah. That has got to be not only the worst pick in NFL history the worst trade in NFL history. And on top of that, it still has the potential to blow up in your face because sure. Trey Lance is only two years in and he's hardly played football. Yeah. If he finds a way to be a serviceable NFL starting quarterback, you look even dumber than you so far.
1: And not to mention too, like <laughs>
0: you look even dumber you so far.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. Right now. I think the, the success of Brock Purdy is masking. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I think that's masking or maybe softening the blow of the whole deal. But I'm sorry, dude. Was he a seven? Was he a six or he seven? Was the, he was
0: Mr. Irrelevant. Mr. Irrelevant. Oh my gosh. He yes. was the, so last the last pick from last
1: season. The last pick in the NFL draft. Um, I mean, I, I don't get me wrong. There's great play If you're getting drafted, you're a great player in the world. But who knows <laughs> to say? Who's, who, knows, who knows to say? Who knows really? to say? How successful he's going? Like how he can maintain that kind that level of success if he can at all?
0: Bro, I'm with you. The faith you are putting in the 262nd overall pick. Yeah. Giving up on a top five. This is insane.
1: And what Kyle Shanahan was like, he outright earned the the starting spot. Or at the very least, didn't lose it to anybody on the roster. But he's only played like 10 games. Yeah. He's only played like 10 games. I mean, he played really well last season. Don't get me wrong.
0: Okay, fine. Well, but he wasn't like... He he played well on a team that had a great run game and a great defense. Of course. Of like course. Jimmy Garoppolo brought that team to a Super Bowl. NFC Championship. NFC Championship. Like come on. Yeah. Anyway, I'm with
1: you. I think like that's going to hurt even more if he, you know, starts pretty slow out of the gate and you
0: gave up your what, your first round pick that you gave up so much for. And he's coming off an injury where pitchers get Tommy John surgery for he ripped his UCL, right, right, right. ripped up his UCL like at that's... the end of the season too. So, NFC Championship game. Yeah. By the way, real quick before we get in, did you see that story that if the 49ers had somehow won that game? That they were going to sign Phillip Rivers to start I, in the Super Bowl. I did see that. You were going to have a newly signed Phillip Rivers starting for the San Francisco 49ers in the Super Bowl. That would have been the coolest thing in the world. Does that count? Because he would have been the only, outside of J.P. Lossman, first round pick from that <laughs> draft to not play in a Super Bowl. Um, Eli Manning played one. Philip Rivers, or excuse me, uh, Ben Roethlisberger played one. Mm-hmm. J.P. Lossman, nothing. And yeah. then Phillip Rivers, nothing. I mean, would yeah, you have it, counted that as, making, of course? But he didn't make the Super Bowl. Oh, but he's on the team. But that he made didn't the Super make. Bowl. But he would have been the starting. He would have been the first starting quarterback in a Super Bowl to not make the Super Bowl as the starting it, quarterback. It
1: one hundred percent would have counted. But we all know that he wouldn't have won that game based solely on the fact that it's a it, it being a Charger for as long as he was playing the Kansas City Chiefs, a divisional team for them. There's no way
0: he's beating the Chiefs. I don't know, man. That feels like one of those things where I couldn't do it on the Chargers because of all the curses. But I'm gonna do it now. Oh, gee golly. That's my Philip Rivers. <laughs> now, we're taking the long way around with the Trey Lance story to get to the fact that Bill's general manager, Brandon Bean, confirmed on Saturday that the Bills made an offer to try mm-hmm. to trade for the former top five quarterback in Trey Lance. Now, word was it was a sixth round pick that would have become a five based on whatever. Does that surprise you? It was a six round pick that would have become a,
1: a like a, a conditional five. Yeah, but I
0: don't know what the conditions would have been. You, obviously, you don't want him to see the field. Of course, with not. Josh Allen there. Yeah, does the idea that the Bills tried to trade for him surprise you?
1: No, no, really? I don't think so. I mean, he's a top five pick in the draft. I mean, so is Baker I, I, Mayfield. Of course, but... So but, is Sam Darnold. Sure, but you also don't have a whole... Th- those two have not benefited from having so much tape on them. Okay. Trey Lance has very minimal tape. He's still a top five quarterback in the draft. I think, like, yeah, he kicked the tires for a sixth-round pick. I understand the value of a sixth-round pick, but, like, we also know the value of having a serviceable, air
0: quote, potentially air quote double. Okay, so there you a backup go. backup on the rust. Both head. of those problems are the problem. You're kicking the tires on the guy. Okay, but see, here's the thing. Uh, the Bills are in win a Super Bowl mode. Sure, right? that it's Super Bowl or bust. If you don't win, it's a disappointment this mm-hmm. season. Yep. Right? So you need a guy that is not only going to be able to play when Josh is not there, if mm-hmm. it happens. Yep. But is able to get Josh ready. And I don't yep. know how Trey Lance is that guy.
1: Yeah. No, I totally get you there as far as the preparations concerned. I don't think Trey Lance is that guy.
0: I also understand that Trey Lance has been compared to Josh Allen when it comes to his physical abilities and what he was raw coming out of college. So maybe the Bills believe that the tools, they, the coaches and system they have that turn Josh from raw prospect into one of the best quarterbacks in the league, maybe he can do the same thing for... Troy Lance. That's a good point. But at the same time, so he's got two years left on his rookie deal. Mm-hmm. You're obviously, if the bill's not going to extend him into the fifth year, because that's yep. going to cost you too much money, especially years. What do you get out of having him as the backup? Because he's unproven. So you, do you want him being a snap away for being your starting quarterback? Of course not. If he doesn't see the field, he doesn't raise his stock in the league, so it's not like you're going to recoup anything uh, from him this year or next year. You're not going to trade anything where it's like a Steve Young situation or a Joe Montana situation or a, give me a thousand other examples, you know, Kirk you think, Cousins situation. You think
1: so, though? Because I think, like, it, it, Trey Lance was expendable, obviously, because Darnold won the job, you mm-hmm. know? The backup job, that Sure. Is. So, if the Bills spend a six, even a five, let's say it becomes a five, and... There is a need around the league for a serviceable starter. Let's say someone gets hurt. You know, I think then like granted, you're now losing the backup that you traded to bring in, but it may be a nice like trade up situation. It's
0: all circumstantial, but like I see it that as as a win win. There are several NFL teams that need starters right now. The Arizona Cardinals released Colt McCoy today. I saw that. But he's going practice squad. You know he's going. No, they have they traded for Josh Dobbs, the quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. And they have a fifth-round pick who outplayed McCoy, but he's not ready to be a starter. So it looks like Josh Dobbs, former Cleveland Browns starter, is going to be the starter for the Cardinals until Kyler Murray is ready. He's going to miss the first four weeks on the pop list. (laughs) But, I mean, if I'm the Cardinals, the point that I'm making is if the Cardinals don't make that deal right now for – a fourth-round pick to have a starter for four games and kick the tires on a guy that was a top-five pick? What makes it think they're going to do it and someone's oh, going to do it next year? the Niners aren't going to trade inter-
1: in the division. I mean, like, I, um, I, I get your point. Um, what? I don't think
0: they think that Trey Lance is anything. Okay. They took a fourth-round pick for him after they gave up three ones and a
1: three. He was going to walk. You got to recover whatever you can He was going to walk in two years.
0: Two get him, years? Get him off the
1: books, I guess. I don't know. Off like, the- Okay. I don't know. I mean, I, who knows? But, like, he's clearly expendable at that point. All right, so the fact... And, and to that point, you can't put him on your practice squad. It's going to get plucked in a heartbeat. Oh, I understand. So you have to keep him on the 53, so now you're keeping three
0: dressed active quarterbacks? I just don't get why. Like, what does Sam Darnold do for you that Trey Lance does? not We in Buffalo I'm with you there. saw Tr- say, uh, Sam Darnold over and over again. Yeah. Like, I know that... Yeah, Kyle Shanahan out in San Francisco seems like one of those guys who everyone believes he's a genius because it's worked out. And then one of these seasons, it's going to all fall apart. We're going to be like, oh, he was never a genius.
1: And you also know, just thinking about it, now there's two quarterbacks from the uh, Josh Allen draft class that have now played under Kyle Shanahan for uh, the 49ers because Rosen was on that team. Oh, you're right. I forgot about that. All right, so with all that being said, Mm -hmm. and
0: again, we take the long way to get to the Bills looked into a trade for... Uh, Trey, Trey Lance. Lance. This means Kyle Allen's toast, right? Because they tried to make this trade before the game on Saturday. So even that performance that he had <laughs> on Saturday probably meant absolutely nothing. Listen,
1: we kick off in about 25 minutes if you could really haul booty up to that uh, <laughs> that tarmac.
0: I mean, like he needed to have the game of his life, I guess, to even have a chance. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he was up and down. Touchdown pass, buck something, 60, mm-hmm. but interception and, interception, and fumble. A fumble or fumble loss yeah i will say this they let him deal the ball way more than they had in previous games like he was you could see the nfl arm talent there yeah he's just so up and down yeah and not in like a fun josh allen way in more like a oh no rob johnson way right <laughs> <laughs> not
1: like oh, what's he gonna do? But like oh, what's he gonna do? Yeah, no. Well, but that like peak is
0: like right above status
1: quo. It's not like a, oh my god, he just rushed for ninety six yards on a scramble. But I will say, man, like there
0: were a couple of balls that Kyle Allen threw on Saturday where I was like, damn, that touchdown to Quinn totally. Morris, like that was the, one of the best throws I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it's and,
1: it's it, it. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's that's that's
0: been his whole summer. So maybe I mean, if he doesn't get claimed, maybe the Bills put him on the practice squad.
1: Yeah. I mean, also, too, you don't know how um, uh, Matt Barkley's going to turn out with his injury. He's clearly a uh, practice squad yeah, guy. So injured, yeah. I would say, like, but then again, like, if, if you cut Kyle Allen, like, you made this point last week, and I'm with you
0: now. I think, like, someone's going to take him. Yeah. Well, I don't know, though, because, again, like, uh, 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 yeah, if Trey Lance, if, it, if only three teams are interested in Trey Lance, yeah. how many teams are interested in Kyle Kyle Allen? Allen? All right, so that being said, if Kyle Allen's gone, if mm-hmm. he's toast, We need to find a backup quarterback for the Buffalo Bills. And if we look around the league... Carson Wentz. (laughs) Dear God, no. Absolutely not. If we look around the league, there are guys who the Bills know and who would still know the system that you could plug in and be okay getting ready for opening day. Mm -hmm. Case Keenum, former Bills backup quarterback last year. Just in case. Looks like he's going to come loose in Houston. Uh There are two questions with Case Keenum. Sure. One, does he want to come back to Buffalo? Mm Mm-hmm. Two... Does he want to come back to Buffalo? His home is in Houston. <laughs>
1: Hang on a second.
0: What? I think that was the same question twice. Well, there's two two reasons why. Uh, first, first reason he's homes in Houston. That's why he signed with the Texans sure. this year, right? Yep. Okay, so I want to go home and let my family be there. What mm. does he want to come back to Buffalo? Yeah. Two, knowing like last year. You didn't see any time. He literally, I don't even think he came in for victory. Did not come in for a a single snap. And that was when Josh's arm was falling off for several weeks and he didn't even get a game. Uh I don't know where his mind's at, but I know that these guys were always competitors. If you know short of, and I'm knocking on wood, a horrific injury that you're not even getting a sniff, if they feel so little about your talent that Josh Allen's, Arm is falling off, or they let him go instead. Why would you want to come back?
1: Well, but then again, it's we're going back to this to the other half of the value of of a backup quarterback, you know? You have a guy who's there that can help the starter, you know, uh, prepare sure so. I don't think it's like, like, is anyone really going to be offended, Case Keenum especially, if they're like, listen, we want to keep this physical specimen of a human being in for as long as possible because he is just a better athlete. I'm sorry if that hurts your feelings. No, no, I,
0: I get it. But the fact that Josh Allen was way more hurt than he let on. Sure. And that he probably should have missed two or three weeks because of that injury. It could have benefited, I think. And yeah. even in that way, he wasn't allowed to play. I would be bothered by that. Yeah. Right? This isn't like a hangnail. It's not like a high ankle sprain where either we can tape it or we can give him a couple of weeks and let him heal up. Like, his throwing arm didn't work right. Yep. I don't know if I want to come back to that. So, if Kai, uh, but look, he could be a possibility. Mm-hmm. If Case Keenum's not that guy, Jake Fromm, former Bill's draft pick, could come loose in Washington. Why are you laughing sure. at that? I just, yeah. No, I mean, what? For, for sure. Jake Fromm could come back and back up Josh Allen. He knows the system. He's been in the league now for a couple of years. Does he? Was he under Dorsey? Oh, I mean, I well, guess Dorsey assuming and uh, yeah, are running yeah, the yeah. same office. Assuming it's the same. Look, but, I mean, it's not exactly the same, but it's a heck of a lot easier to pick that up having been here before. Well, that's. I mean, honestly, that's a, I, we're making assumptions.
1: Who knows how how similar those offenses are? You know, like yeah. just just because it, you know. Your you get promoted into you know your predecessor's job doesn't mean that you're taking everything. I'm sure he he took something from it and he learned something from Dable, but that was Dable's
0: offense. I'm gonna go ahead and guess that the offense is pretty similar. Okay, just because like your f- first time ever being an offensive coordinator. All right, guys, here's what we're gonna do? Yeah, I know we've made the AFC Championship playoffs every year since he's been here. We're changing everything. Hey Ken, this playbook it just has
1: Brian D- or B Dable scratched out with a single line. <laughs> And underneath, in what appears to be crayon, it says Ken Dorsey, but the K is
0: backwards. (laughs) All right, so if Jake Fromm's not an option, if Case Keenum's not an option, there could be one more former Bills quarterback that we could see again. Hit me. Wait for it. Yep. You ready? Don't. You ready? Don't do it. You ready? It looks like Nate Peterman's still released in Chicago. Get, it does dude. look like no, it. No, it's not. They just released P.J. Walker today. Yeah, I understand. It does. Uh, they released P.J. Walker, and he would actually be a great backup in Buffalo if you didn't have what twelve days to get him ready for the start yeah. of the season. And yeah. if Matt Barkley's hurt, you don't even have your backup ready to go. You would have to have Matt Barkley on IR, sign P.J. Walker, yep. dress three quarterbacks, and make P.J. Walker inactive. Look, oh, look. take that! Let's slap your face and get those words out of your mouth. I don't want it, but there's something you need to consider. Nothing you need to consider. Dying? Okay. (laughs) Sean McDermott loves Nate Peterman. Sure. He loves Nate Peterman. Sean McDermott, if he comes loose, is going to make the argument. He's been in the league now six years. He is a veteran. He is a mind more than he is a body. Yeah. I don't think... It is so out of the question, and him and J- he and Josh know each other. They went through that first training camp together. Uh, Peterman was his backup. He was bad. yeah, it was uh, Nate's backup. <laughs> thirty five well, for thirty five minutes. Oh, the student has become <laughs> the teacher. I don't think fifteen minutes into the game, I don't think it is as crazy as you believe that he could be back wearing number two for the Buffalo Bills. Come on, now, oh no, Tyler, ba- Tyler, Bass. Tyler Bass, Tyler
1: Bass is going to give up his number for. Uh, <laughs> For journeyman Nate Peterman, I,
0: I don't think it's that out of the question.
1: Oh my gosh! I mean, that would be crazy. When you
0: connect the dots.
1: I would. I, here's the thing, though. We laugh about it. It would be a horrible, horrible. Decision. Of course
0: it would. But I love
1: it. No, I shut love, up. I love it so much. <laughs> if I swear to God, if I see it come across like a, just him and Nate Peterman in his like number two, like cocked arm kind of thing, it's like <laughs> Buffalo Bills signed free agent quarterback Nathan Peterman. I'm going to lose my mind. It, and in a good way, and also in
0: a terrible way, but also in a good way. It's the worst idea ever. It's a terrible it's the idea. Worst idea. Would you rather have Kyle Allen or Nate Peterman? Come on. I'm asking. Nate Peterman, of course. <laughs> 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 all right, with all that being said, you know, there's things you have to do to get ready. Sure. For uh, Buffalo Bills season. Get loose, baby. Okay, stop doing that. Woo. That is making me very uncomfortable. All right. Uh, you are all Bills out today. I am. Got a Bills shirt on. Got your Bills hat on. Woo. Where'd you get that stuff from? Uh, various uh, miles on my body, and that's what we have to figure out. Because if you've been a Bills fan as long as we've been Bills fans, various miles on my body—what the hell does that even I mean? I put some miles underneath my feet and clothes. Come on, me. Where's it coming from? The clothes, not your body. We'll get into it next. Let's go to Buffalo. The Odyssey app, where we get your podcast. have to look the part oh uh, yeah right like nobody respects that guy that's like oh, i'm a bills fan i don't really own any bills stuff but and like even the bandwagon fans now bills fans bills stuff is everywhere mm-hmm. so much so you can't help but pick something up of course not even just going to Wegmans. So let's go duffalo the odyssey app where we you get your podcast he's ryan duffy my name is pat duffy in just a little while here we're gonna find out what is making ryan sad sure are. it's gonna be a lot tougher this week mm, you'd think but I'm a professional. And you're not, and I know you don't have anything, but we'll get to it uh, in just a little while. Also, uh, you can follow the show on TikTok. You can, yeah. at Let's lets.go.duffalo. We have quintupled the amount of our followers that we've had in the last uh, week and a half. Quick calculator, five, man. Five times. Five times. Yep. Yeah. Sure have. Awesome. Yeah. Find us on there, friends. So uh, Ryan's uh, daughter, Georgia, was baptized on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And you did a joint baptism.
1: We did. Yep. Yeah, we uh, we got my nephew uh, in as well. Two for one sale at Sacred Heart. Yep. So, um, yeah, really got to really check in the box during, yeah, this no. labor,
0: during close to Labor Day weekend. So thanks for uh, doing your daughter's baptism on exactly when the last Bills preseason game was. That was fun.
1: I well, first of all, it was at 10 o'clock. Uh-huh. Game was at one. Yeah, I actually timed it perfectly to <laughs> where we would have the after party and everyone would have eaten. Uh-huh. And then everyone's doing their own thing at the party. You know, where the party just kind of disperses and everyone goes. No, but see, here's the area. thing. All right,
0: let's talk about that real quick. Let's talk about that real quick because I had to be the one that was the jerk. Why? Well, because like, you know, uh, we were at your brother-in-law's house. Yeah. Such a nice guy. Totally. Super nice guy. Having every beautiful home. Beautiful home. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm. You know, we're sitting around and we're eating outside and, you know, our family's there and your side of the family's there. And then there's like two other families there because it's a double baptism because mm-hmm. apparently you can't afford your own baptism. Nope. And nobody was moving towards the TV and it was like one o'clock. And I had to be, I had to be the one that was like, oh, one o'clock.
1: Just like that. And that, that, that that one actually turned more heads, um, and then they were like, "Should we
0: put the game on and make them stop, please?" I'm just waiting for you or somebody else at the party to be like, "Oh, Bill's game's on," and nobody was doing it, and I'm, that's literally what I did. No, but I had to be like, "Bill's game's on." Yeah, thank you, I appreciate. Shut it. Up I had a lot like, going on I there. I know, I know. <laughs> other people who did not know me at the party were like, "Oh, you watch Bill's preseason game with Patrick?" you know good do.
1: <laughs> yes, and then did you notice that every other dude, like, like slowly migrated? their way in it's like oh games on everyone
0: popped on the couch but see that pissed me off because i know all of those dudes wanted to watch that game but no one wanted to hang it out there i had to be the one to hang it out there's two types of
1: people in this world people that are uh that went through hardship and want other people to go through hardship or go through hardship so they so other people don't have to go through hardship (laughs) so you're showing that you are a number one person And and on top of that, too, your hardship was coming up to me at five of one and being like, um, you know, know the Bills game starts in five minutes. And I immediately said, oh, yeah. And told my wife, hey, I'm going to head inside real quick. I'm going to put the Bills game on. I'll be back.
0: And she said, sounds good. And we went in and we watched the game. Yeah, but there was a point where I was the only because you put the game on. You had to run out and do other stuff. So like for a second. So uh, there was a point where I was sitting by myself in a home I'd never been in before in a button-up shirt and nice pants watching a Bills game on someone else's television. That's a you problem, but also it sounds fantastic. Okay, anywho, why I bring this up is while we were watching the game, uh, we met a buddy, a Bills fan from New Jersey. Mm-hmm. We had never met him before.
1: Yeah, well, I had met him before. You had never okay, met him Okay, I before. was
0: under the impression you had never met him before. I met him multiple times. Shut up. Hey, Alex. So we're watching the game. Mm -hmm. And being a Bills fan living in New Jersey, he was talking to us about how excited he is being up here walking into stores and seeing all the Bills stuff. Yep. And it was a point you made a couple of weeks ago on the show, Mm -hmm. how we take it for granted. Yep. And seeing the light in his eyes, I have to say you were right. I apologize. My
1: hypothesis was correct. Um and, and yeah, no, I have I have family that's in Philadelphia who are big Bills fans. Same situation. He's in uh New Jersey. Alex is in New, Jer- in New Jersey. Actually grew up in the Albany area. And that was interesting to hear from him, too, that they even there in the capital region, not a lot
0: of Bills stuff. Yeah, I went to a girl I dated, went to college in Albany. And I just assumed there was no Bills stuff there when she was there because the Bills sucked at the time. Sure. But there was no Bills, like zero Bills presence at all. Yeah, it's all Jets, Giants, Patriots, and uh, Eagles. Yeah. So, crazy. So, with that being said, I'm assuming uh, Alex went crazy at bills at stores here buying all the Bill stuff he could before he we went back I to I hope so. And it brings up the question, what are you buying year to year as a Bills fan? Because I know that hat is new. I have not seen that Pro Bowl logo on the side of oh, like yeah, that. Oh, yeah,
1: baby. I got this one yesterday. I got this one yesterday. I got it yesterday.
0: All right, where'd you get it? I got this one at TJ Maxx. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dude, don't hate it. (laughs) No, I don't. I love TJ Maxx and Marshalls, but the only bill stuff you buy is from TJ Maxx and Marshalls.
1: Well, here's the thing. So (laughs) the majority of my bills and Sabres items uh, are from the Marshalls family (laughs) of (laughs) dealerships. Because you know, more often than not, I'm a, I'm searching for the for the discounts, baby. Aye I'm aye. a maximista to the max. Okay, <laughs> so I I, I literally do, every single time I see a TJ Maxx or a Marshalls, I'm like, I just got to pop in here real quick. Like, and I'll go to the hats. I'll go to the the athletic area because that's where jerseys are going to be if they are there. And if there's nothing, I'm in and out three minutes tops.
0: Here, turn sideways. What Pro Bowl is that? Pro Bowl 88. Ooh, that's a nice hat. Yeah. Straight up hat. It is funny to your point. Bill's stuff has gotten so expensive. If you're buying, you know, name brand Nike, New Era, uh, all that stuff, Mm -hmm. like that hat you're wearing retails for $45. It's a snapback hat, really, really nice looking. Totally. And I'm guessing you paid $8. Uh, Dollars? What? $60. We do this stupid. again. We do this again. Did we talk about this here? How much is a hat? Uh, this one I think was $12.99. Okay, so it's like okay, 45, 45, 45, 12.99. Yeah, like
1: it's it, it really. And there was like a hundred of them. <laughs> I should have gotten multiple of them and sold them. Thanks for the hat, Dick. Oh, sorry. I mean, it was my wife's birthday. We're at Mac- T.J. Maxx shopping for pills <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who was supposed to be the sad one in that explanation? <laughs> Okay, so you are rarely going to spend retail price for Bill's items. Please get out of here.
1: What? I'm not dropping MSRP on. Uh... <laughs> Shut up! We're not buying a car. It's a second reference. No chance. What? No way. No way in in heck. You are such a cheap ass. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's evergreen. It's it's Bill's uh like uh, apparel. Okay. I'm sorry. Like it's not like I'm not keeping up with fashion trends. It's got the logo of the team that I love, and I don't care where uh, where it, when it was made. I want it okay, and cheap as possible. Fine,
0: I get it. But like stuff like stuff like a hat, stuff like a T-shirt, that works. Sure. There are some things where that doesn't work. Yeah. Like for example, when you're buying a jersey, of course. Okay. Uh, do you have a jersey of a player that is currently on the team right now? Yeah.
1: Oh, I have a Diggs jersey. Oh, I, well, I definitely have a Josh Allen jersey. Okay. Um, Hold on.
0: Let me rephrase this. Yeah. Do you have a jersey of someone who's on the team right now that didn't come from a website that gave all of your uh computer malware?
1: No, 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 no. I I have I, I No no no, no, no. That, hang leads, on a that
0: response leads me to believe the answer is no, I do not.
1: No, I have a, an authentic color or well, I should say a Nike, like a real jersey, not some knockoff okay. uh Color Rush Josh Allen jersey. Okay, so and, you, and, you that
0: I own. Where did you buy that? Dicks. And they paid full price for that.
1: That was well, it was marked down. But- <laughs> I think that one I think that one was like 45. Wait, you only spent 45 bucks? Yeah, dude. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. I was just looking cuz every now and again like in the offseason I'll just be like, "Oh, let's look at Dick's and see look at Dick's Sporting Goods and see um, you know, if there's any, you know, kind of like bills discount in the offseason. Like they're trying to offload their uh I'm the guy waiting on the back of the truck, being like, "What you got in there, man? Anything good?" And uh, yeah, no. I saw a Color Rush Allen jersey and I'm like, "I'm buying that, like, now.
0: Yeah, I get that. I would I would have done the same thing. Yeah. By the way, how many do they have? Uh, oh, I don't know. It was online, so... Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Thanks again. Yeah, of course.
1: I... Mean, I... I text you all the time. You texted me one time. That's garbage. I'm buying your daughter stuff. I'm picking up stuff for your family. Okay, you know what? Well, this is so two things. One, I text you all the time when I come across things like that in the wild. You text me a single time. It's garbage. It's a lie, and you know it. Single time. I do it all the time. And also, too, in the past, when I have shown you pictures of things I find in the wild, you're like, got three of them. Oh, what? Seventeen dollars? You're getting ripped! Oh, I guys, I, this is stupid. You can tell it's not real by the stitching and the thing. Like, dude, I, like a man can only take so much
0: of that criticism before he's gonna be like, "I ain't calling you." It's anymore. weird how you texted me one time and I said all of those things with that voice via text when I simply said, "Oh, I," <laughs> you already, said a voice memo. I literally, <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Got it already."
1: Thanks. That's what I said. No. Okay. Well, then you went on some like what? soapbox about how that player was like,
0: oh, I don't like this player. I'm not going to wear that guy's jersey. I don't like that player. Well,
1: whatever. Anywho. Anywho. Getting real heated now. It is? Because you're such an idiot. <laughs> I'm not
0: going to pay full price for everything. I'm a I'm, I, Max and the I won't. Maximum Max and Easter. Okay. I'm, I'm having a hard time getting into, like, the like the new modern stuff. Yeah. So, like, I bought uh, an Air Allen T-shirt okay. from the Dick's Super Outlet. Because yeah. don't get me wrong, man. I love a deal just like the next guy loves sure. a deal. yeah. But I'm way more into the vintage Bill stuff. Yeah, for sure. Which pisses me off because I have always... You can back me up on this. Mm -hmm. I have always been into the vintage Bill stuff. Yeah. From the second I was... Yeah, it was always the early, late 80s, early 90s Bill stuff that I wanted to have on. We're talking corduroy hats. Yes, yes. I had multiple corduroy (laughs) Bill's hats in the early 2000s that I would wear to the stadium. And now that it's trendy, Mm -hmm. I can't afford all of the stuff that I w- would wear for decades going to the stadium. Yeah.
1: Not only are the reproduction vintage items like astronomically expensive, the real actual vintage things that people are finding like Goodwill, Salvation yeah. Army, stuff yeah. like that. They're just marking them up and sell it. Our sister was on Park Ave in Rochester a couple, or this past weekend. And she said there was a vendor selling this old vintage Bill's gear, like old shirts with like holes in the collar. Mm-hmm. Like, like bleach marks, things like that. Like for like a hundred dollars for a t-shirt.
0: Like, are you out of your mind? Like the sweatshirts and t-shirts that I used to get at the Salvation Army for three to five dollars. And I'm not exaggerating. No, I would buy them all up. I would put them in a bin and I would save them. I don't know what the hell happened to them. They're now selling for between 150 and 400 dollars. Yeah. no exaggeration. Yeah, for those sure. hats from the early 90s that you used to be able to get at those flea, like the tent fleas. Because you know they had those uh, the the ones on Abbott Road in Buffalo, yeah, yeah, outside yeah. Of the stadium. Yep. They had those same hats for like twenty years, and nobody wanted them. And yep. they were like five dollars, five dollars. All of a sudden, hundred fifty dollars. Right? I I just I want them, and they're not even great quality. They're, they're not. just like Fruit of the Loom sweatshirts that our moms used to wear. <laughs> right?
1: Gildan brand sweatshirt. <laughs> Terrible. No offense to Gildan brand, and thank you
0: for Gildan. Thank you to Gildan for
1: sponsoring this.
0: Episode. Shut up, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, like it's really frustrating because I just want to be like those. That's just comfortable stuff. Yeah, I feel comfortable in it. It looks really cool and I'm going to sound like hipster doofus. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, but I also don't appreciate people who don't love the team like I do wearing that vintage stuff trying to look like they've been around. I don't appreciate that. Here we are gatekeeping. Again. Well, no, I'm just saying it's like wearing a motorcycle patch for a gang that you don't belong to. Well, you get your ass kicked if you do that. That's, that's what I'm trying to say, do. bro. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say if you're going to wear that. Sweatshirt, I'm going to ask you three questions about the Bills. If you can't answer them, you're getting stomped out. And <laughs> you're you're going to die. <laughs> I expect you to jump in as we are part of the same gang here. So, you know, we bring up the stadium here. There are two spots at whatever the hell it's called now High Mark Field. High Mark okay. Field. Okay, for now until they move it to this new High Mark Field. No, it's it's still going to be High Mark. New High Mark Field. New High Mark. Okay. Um, Higher Mark Field. You <laughs> We brought up the tents on Abbott Road. Mm hmm. There are great deals at the tents on Ebbett Road. Oh, baby, there are. And we can't go to a game without walking the tents on Ebbett Road. I
1: legitimately have to take out $100 (laughs) every time I go to a game because I can't help myself. It's so funny how you're
0: like, I'm not going to spend retail,
1: but I will spend $30 on a t-shirt if somebody puking on Tom Brady's head. Location, location, location. I'm sorry. They got me hook, line, and sinker. God bless those people that are out there in the cold or heat or... Nice balmy autumn day um, <laughs> out there slinging their merchandise. I'm not spending $45 on a hat. Is that Josh Allen jumping over a
0: guy with his penis is three feet long? I'll take that one, $40. Is
1: that a, a, a horrible looking brown uh, shirt where the that says Wyoming and 17 on it and the W is already faded away? <laughs> it's only $25 and you only have one size lower than what I need?
0: That'll be okay. <laughs> I'll cut the sleeves off or something. I will say this, man. I've been to a lot of NFL road games, mm-hmm. well, Bills road games, other yep. stadiums. Yep, I've never seen anything like that in the NFL. I agree. I, I, yeah. it doesn't exist. Yeah. Like, cause I mean, there's those random people in every stadium that'll walk around holding up t-shirts, trying to sell them to you for like 30 bucks. There's no other stadium that has like a flea market like that down the street. It's funny
1: you say that because I completely agree. I've been to a few away, you know, we've been to Detroit. I've been to Cleveland. Cleveland did have something similar, but, at, but not nearly at the same scale as, as what was on Abbott road. Um, and then also going to a Miami game, I did see people selling stuff, but it was, it was Bill's like it was in the Bill's parking lot and this guy was walking around selling like Bill's uh like necklaces with mini helmets on them and of course I bought like six yeah why would you but but I'm saying like it's not the same like there's people selling stuff to your point but it's like if you've never been to a game and like never like really walked that area just because you either didn't know what was going on or you know whatever the case you should really go check it out you gotta take out a hundred
0: dollars cash and go check it out easily yeah so then, if you're uh, if you're not into the bootleg stuff, or you're looking for shirts that don't have backwards W's that are already faded from the Wyoming 17 shirt, I I make jokes. We make jokes. The quality there is fantastic. So, bro, I have shirts there that I bought 25 years ago that I still wear to this day. So,
1: so I remember going to a game with you, and it was cold. It was toward the end of the season, I think. And you know what? You know what it was? It was the Kyle Williams game, the last game yes, that Kyle yeah, Williams yeah, yeah. played. And um, we're walking down Abbott Road And there was this, you know Super nice guy Seemed like he was having a blast uh, Selling sweatshirts White sweatshirt I looked at it really quickly Didn't get a good enough look at it And I thought it was a legitimate standing buffalo Like uh, uh throwback white helmet You know, white uniform, you know, logo mm-hmm. And me just trying to be a doofus I say, hey, how much are the sweaters? And he goes, $20 And I go, Uh, would you do 20? And he looks at me for a second and just hands me the sweatshirt and I give him the money and I'm like, okay, I'm going to back away. I look at it and it just says... Buffalo football. Yeah, it. nothing bills.
0: Well, nothing
1: no, no state. Like the the logo is not the same <laughs> logo. Like I got fleeced <laughs> by this guy, and I can't help but think he's like, this guy's gonna make a joke in front of me here while I'm standing out here freezing.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give this guy a, a, an absolutely terrible looking sweatshirt. You got what you deserved. Yeah, I guess you still have it though. I do. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> wear it all the time, you do doofus. Okay, so if you're not going to shop down Abbott Road, the, only, the other option is to go into the Bills store. Sure. The official Bills store. The team store is super expensive. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing that's funny about the team store is the Bills can deny it all they want, but they open that team store at 9 in the morning for a reason. Sure. Because they know that we're getting hammered. Mm-hmm. And they know that at some point, we're going to drunkenly wander into that team store. And we're all stealing Matt Milano <laughs> <That> jerseys. We- <laughs> they can't stop us all. <laughs> We're gonna spend money that we should not, and it's such a dumb thing to do to drunkenly stumble into that store. Yeah, but every single week we drunkenly stumble into that store.
1: Yeah, that's a new. I mean, obviously that's a new thing for uh, within the last couple of years. Yeah. It's definitely a new thing for me. When we brought our kids to the game last year, um you know, my daughter was three and she's like, "I need to go to the store right now." Sure. And I'm like, "Okay, great," and she guilts me into buying her a, a teddy bear. It's like thirty five dollars. And you know, I and that's retail. I'm not. There's no markdown on that bear, and I had to pay full price for this bear. No,
0: I was shocked because we were walking around. I had my kids with me too, my girls, and we're walking around, and we just like to glance. Right, if I see a hat, I'll sure. grab you something. Sure, you picked the tires and yeah, some yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I look, and you're in line, and I'm like, oh, you found something on sale. And when I found out you were paying retail for that bear, it was bearable. a Ryan I had never seen before. It's
1: bearable, but um, but yeah, no, that is, it's not the greatest experience for me personally because especially when, and I, I can assume it's maybe a little bit better in the when it's hot out and that's air conditioned assuming that it is it is but when it's cold out and you have that like hot face going on you know, hot what face I, coming you, know through. you know what I'm talking about you got a hot face after being out in the cold you walk into this this now like got a bad case water, of hot I got face. a bad case of hot face you walk into this heated like you know 70 degree room with what 3000 other people <laughs> that are all just like looking around. Look, they got a, th- a sign that says Bills Boulevard. We could put this in our in our basement like it's just all of those people and it's shoulder to shoulder. You can't get around anywhere. I can't stand being in that store. You got to go early when it <laughs> first opens. You're absolutely right. And by
0: the time I usually get that direction, I'm you know, it's too late. So here's the stupidest thing about the bill store, especially at the wintertime, right? Like if you're going in there, you're going to- Hot s- face. You're going to spend a bunch of money on something that you probably care a lot about. Like you don't want your hat to get ruined that you're buying in there. If you're buying a jersey, you obviously want to keep it nice, but yep. keeping things nice is not conducive to tailgating in the parking lots around the stadium. Of course not. And then what? You're walking into the game with a clear bag with whatever you purchased? You're responsible for one of the worst purchase moments of my life me let me tell you a story oh so a couple years ago yeah uh the world junior hockey championships were happening in <laughs> buffalo new york It yeah. is part of the world junior hockey championships you're not a hockey fan this is a massive tournament yeah. uh teams from all over the world some of the best young players uh Like, that are about to be drafted playing the NHL, playing this tournament. So, as part of that, they were playing an outdoor game at the stadium. Woo! And Team USA was going to wear Bills-themed USA jerseys. To this day, the greatest jersey I've ever seen. Great jerseys. Amazing jerseys. And I needed one of these jerseys. And as part of the promotion for this, they sold Bills Legends... On these hockey jerseys. So it was a $300 jersey made by Nike. And it was Thurman Thomas. It looked like a Bills jersey, but it's a hockey jersey. And it's Team USA. It's everything I've ever wanted in my entire life. Yeah. So.
1: It's the ultimate mashup.
0: I think it was 260 bucks. God. Oh. So I'm standing there and I got my credit card. and I'm looking at my card. and I'm looking at the jersey. I go, you know what? These things are going to sell out. And I'm going to hate myself for not buying one. And mm-hmm. it's super unique. And, I, you know, I collect my jerseys. And I yeah. never spend that much money on anything. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I got to do it. Sure. I got to do it so it's cold out that day. I put it on. Everyone's like, oh, wow, that's cool. Yeah, basket in the glory. No
1: big deal. No big deal. I bought this just now.
0: <laughs> so I'm feeling it, man. Sure. And I'm having a good time. Look good I feel good. Come over to the RV where we were all hanging out. You're all over. Oh, man, it's cool. Super cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're sitting in separate spots that day. We go to say goodbye to each other. You got a cigarette in your hand. Uh-huh. You turn And burnt a hole in the two hundred sixty dollars jersey I just bought. Shouldn't have been standing there, bro. It was literally—you were literally like, "Okay, so I'll see you." that's
1: an overreact. That's I will a- show you the hole in the jersey. It still exists. I would love to see it. I, I will show I just- you the hole in the jersey. Yeah, I thought I didn't realize it was that bad. You put
0: it through the jersey. Not on
1: purpose. Obviously,
0: not on purpose, but I just bought this thing, man. You should have returned it. What the hell are you trying to sell me? <laughs> yeah, this bro, thing's got a cigarette hole in it. Smells like beer. It smells like. <laughs> oh, look I at mean, all these terrible things that you did. I will never forgive
1: you. Can I just say, too? You can never forgive me. That's fantastic. You paid, what, 260, $2.60 for that jersey? Yes. A year later. Because you're right, they sold out except for the one that was in my size in a number six Phil Housley World Junior Champion that was $40 that I purchased and is still hanging up.
0: Max and East to, to the max. By the way, next time I come over to your house, I'm going to buy a pack of cigarettes. I'm going to light it. I'm going to stick a hole in that shoulder inside your house. I'm putting it out with my foot. and I'm walking out. Go for it. It's done. Uh, we're going to find out what's making Ryan sad coming up in just a second. And, you know, Being a Bills fan, it's kind of like a part-time job. Yeah. It affects your actual job. And now that the Bills have gotten good, uh, including opening night here, you're convinced, Ryan, that there are going to be a lot of people that will not be working several weekdays this season. I wouldn't be surprised. Are you one of those people? I wouldn't be surprised. We'll get into it next. Let's go Duffalo the Odyssey App. Read your podcast. Because I know there are a lot of more people like Handsome, you. Handsome, charismatic. None, none of those things. There's a lot more people like you than there are like me where Smart. You, you can adjust your work schedule for the bills this year, where my work schedule revolves around the bills every single year. Comparatively, I have a bit more flexibility than you do. All yeah. of the flexibility. Yeah. Uh, and God bless the millennium that we're living in. You're hanging out. Let's go duffalo the Odyssey app, wherever you get your podcasts. You always give
1: me garbage about air quote not being prepared yeah Yet you in the intro every single show at some point mm-hmm. will not get the name of the show that you are recording
0: correct okay just again for those who don't know if you found us just on spotify or itunes I, I'm, a, I'm a host of a show called the break room on wcmf in rochester new york that's my full-time job i do that five hours a day five days a week
1: wow you work
0: five hours a day i go in at Oh my God. I go into Are th- you all right? three you breaks an hour. You need to take a nap? So at, so let's see, ba, 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 12 times a day. I go, you're hanging out in the break room. Watch just classic rock, 965 WCMF with, you know, my coast. I do with my full-time job. I do this for an hour a week. Forgive me for going into autopilot when I'm doing a radio show with a microphone in front of my face. Just saying you'd be, I, I would think that you'd be a bit more professional and prepared. You didn't do a damn thing
1: today. I printed this out. I gave you multiple ideas. Mm-hmm. I'm a content machine.
0: Yeah. Content machine. You, you came up with two ideas. And we're doing both of them oh, on the yeah. show. Well, we're gonna find out what's making Ryan sad right now. What's making you sad? Go. <laughs> well
1: it's been a topsy turvy whirly windy preseason Waiting. so far. Waiting. It's been exciting. Waiting. There's been a lot of ups. There was a little bit of a down, but now we're back on the up, baby. So after such a nice uh showing by the first team uh offense and defense last week really not a lot to be that sad about which makes me sad that I gotta wait two whole weeks now for Monday night football to watch the Bills play now don't get me wrong i'm excited for thursday night kickoff i'm excited for okay i'm gonna stop
0: you i'm not excited for thursday night kickoff why why do i care about the lions versus the chiefs
1: it's the it's the first game of the
0: season look i get that it's the first one that counts and of course i'm gonna watch it of course you are it's the least compelling game of the weekend i mean i would
1: okay fair it is the least compelling game
0: of the weekend like if you were real quick while you're sitting there and i know this is your bit but i'm hijacking it now okay if you could pull up the opening weekend schedule for the NFL. I mean, Bill's Jets might be the headliner of excitement uh, when it comes to games. There are so many better games. So I'm looking at week one Give me week slate. one slate of games in the NFL. Let's there were, see Bleacher Report. And I know that, again, the Chiefs have to play opening week. I just don't get why. With all of the big-time games the Chiefs were playing all season long, you chose a team that narrowly missed the playoffs that will be contending maybe for the top spot in the NFC North to take on the Chiefs. So you just want me to go down the list? Let's go. Niners-Steelers. Better game. Bengals-Browns. Bad. Battle of Ohio, it's a better
1: game. And divisional, yeah. Uh, Buccaneers-Vikings. That sucks. Ooh, God, that <laughs> stinks. Baker-Mayfield versus Kirk Cousins. Cardinals-Commanders. Ooh. Yikes. Jaguars-Colts. That, that game I'm interested in. That could be fun. Uh Panthers, Falcons, Yikes. Snooze, Texans, Ravens. Okay, you know what? I, I maybe I'll amend my statement that I made a second. Titans, ago. Saints, Dolphins, Chargers. That'll be a good one. Eagles, Patriots. Uh eh. Packers-Bears. Ooh. That is um that's a 425 game. Thank you. oh, uh, well, I'm mean, just saying I w I wasn't sure if that was like the Sunday night football game or whatever. Uh Raiders, Broncos. Rams, Seahawks, and Cowboys, Giants. Okay. So that's a Sunday night game.
0: Sunday, uh, Cowboys, Giants, I want to see. Maybe, okay. Maybe it's more compelling than several other games that are happening, but it should not have been the kickoff game to the NFL season. Well, that's the thing every year, right? The Super Bowl champion plays the opening game of yeah, the year. Absolutely, yes, right? but you have, I mean, they play the Chargers twice, right? So you got a divisional game possibility. Yeah. You have the Bills on the schedule, you have the Bengals on the schedule. Why would you not put one of those games in that slot? I mean, last year you were the reigning Super Bowl champions versus the Bills who had just lost the greatest playoff game in the history of the NFL. That's a fantastic game. Dynamite electric matchup. Even in the promos that they're showing for this Chiefs Lions game, it's like Patrick Mahomes, Kelsey, Chiefs, and
1: the Lions. I mean, the Lions are coming off of a pretty good
0: end of the season. I mean, they're pretty compelling. They beat a really bad Aaron Rodgers led Packers team to miss the playoffs. (laughs) That's what they did. (laughs) And don't get me wrong, man. I'm happy for the Lions. Dan Campbell biting people's kneecaps is finally paying dividends. Two times. Right? They, They took a beaten and bloodied Bills team playing their second game in the same stadium on the road yeah. in four days down to the wire. Took them down to the wire, baby. I was there watching it live. It was a very impressive game. It was fun. I, I like how scraper they are. But Scrappy ain't opening night against the de- defending Super Bowl champion good.
1: Yeah, I'm with you there. Uh, and, and and as a Bills fan, I would love to get the Chiefs game out of the way as soon as possible.
0: Oh, I know. I wouldn't want that again. You don't think so? You no, I was... Okay, so it'll be exactly one year that we have done this show, that Thursday night kickoff, because our first show was the stupidest idea ever. Happy anniversary. Shut up. Before the first Bills game. We taped the show literally an hour before the first game Uh due to contractual obligations. (laughs) I'm not making that up. That's a legitimate (laughs) thing that happened, right? But, like, I was such a ball of nerves going into that first game. Because it was Thursday night, yeah, against the defending. I wouldn't want to go through that again with the Chiefs, especially that one matters way more than the Rams game did. So you were a ball of nerves going into the game itself,
1: into the just Rams knowing
0: game. it was it's a Thursday night. You know it matters. Yeah, uh, everybody in America is going to be watching. If the Bills go lay an egg with the expectations they had, we were going to catch nothing but crap. I wouldn't want that. And then the Chiefs game, if it was the Chiefs Bills, it would matter even more because now you're talking first overall seed potential yeah, game. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, yeah, no, I guess I, I would like to,
1: yeah, I guess to me it would be like, let's get it out of the way kind of thing. If you can get away with the win. Great. If not, that's great too. It's week <laughs> one. You got a whole season to go. Yeah. Go, you but, know, I understand the implications uh, that I'll, that game could have. We're getting them know? after the
0: bye. Right. I mean, we'll take that's that. True. I'll take that over. Opening well, we we crush them in the regular season. So that being said, yeah. Uh, Bill's jets, Monday night football, exactly. 14 days from when we are taping this show. 14 days. It 13
1: is, days from when you're listening to this. As we
0: brought it up, it's the second straight year we have to go to work the day after a late opener. Yeah, it's the worst. So, I mean, last season was manageable because it was a single weekday. You just plow through a Friday. Boom, you're good. Yeah. This year, dear Lord, mm. we have the whole week we have to get through. Awful. And how the bills play will dictate how that week will go for you. Mm-hmm. Are you taking Tuesday off?
1: I don't think so okay I don't think so but I, but something may be coming around in my house there may be there may be a virus going around in my house
0: does anyone you work with listen to this
1: I can't confirm or deny okay
0: because like we yeah we are downloaded well, all we over the work world. together
1: and you listen to the
0: show you're we, listening we, to it right now like, okay by the way shout out to uh the two guys in Sweden that keep downloading the show every Ooh. week I'm not making that up. Um, I was going to learn how to say thank you in Swedish but I'm, but you didn't. I, there's no IKEA thank around you. here. <laughs> well, there <laughs> goes. <laughs> there goes our two Swedish listeners. Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Great having you guys. Thanks a lot, fellas. Shut. And how do we know it's men, Ryan? Uh, you I, misogynistic. Yes, I yeah, I'll, I'll take the L on that one. Okay, like here's the thing. I'm taking a middle of the day Middle of the week day off is weird. Yeah. You know, if you took a Friday off last week, you're riding it into the weekend. If the mm-hmm. Bills are playing Sunday Night Football, you can take a Monday, okay, cool, extra weekend. Yeah. Just taking a Tuesday is hard to explain. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? hmm And if the Bills win, if you work in an office or on a job site, you do miss all of the celebration and the water cooler talk and the rubbing it in the face of Jets fans here in Western New York mm-hmm. because they've been talking so much. So much stuff. So do you have any days planned as of now off for bills games that will roll into a weekday the next day because there's a lot of them this year
1: not that i've planned but i reserve the right to you know maybe take a little bit of time I, i'm a i'm a game time decision i'm kind not of i'm not
0: your boss what do you mean you're reserving the right well i mean
1: like i'm not planning on taking any time off right now but it's the day t- as it gets a little bit closer like who knows like i could feel a little frisky <laughs> You know, I'm feeling too good today. Okay. But here's the thing. I work with a lot of people on the West Coast. So the uh, the time convenience, uh, the, um, the time difference is a convenience for me. I you see. Know?
0: So, so you get to sleep in later.
1: I don't get to sleep in later. But by the time, like, the lights come on, so to speak, I've got a, you know, I, I've, I've had a couple cups of coffee
0: in me. Okay. So if we get on the list here, you got week one, Monday Night Football, Tuesday, you would have to take off. Week six, Sunday Night Football against the Giants. That's a home game. So if you're going to that, you are either driving home, bro. These primetime games, since the bills have gotten good, you are not home, and we, you know, we're driving from Rochester. Yep. you're not home until three thirty, four o'clock in the morning if you're lucky.
1: That's one that if I go to those games, most definitely I'm taking the day off the next day for my own sake, um, and the sake of everyone that I work with.
0: But as far as like watching the game, like I don't know, man,
1: like probably not.
0: All right, same situation with the home game with the Bucks on Thursday Night Football, Week Eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then we get into some dicey ones here. Hit me, Week Nine, Cincinnati Sunday Night Football. Ooh, that's I mean, you're going back to where everything happened. Yeah. What happened? What? It's also a conference game. You got seating there, right? 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 Uh, that might be a. game. There's a lot of seating. I think like eighty-three thousand in Paul Brown Lewis Paul Lewis Arena, Paul Brown Stadium. There it is. Week 10 Monday Night Football against Denver, and then whatever the Dolphins game ends up being. So you could have, I mean, in reality, it's like half the schedule almost is you could take a day off the next day right. to get out of going to work. I'm, I would love just to know. save up on my PTO. I would love to know the percentage of Bills fans that are taking legitimate time off. And if bosses in Western New York have just been like, yeah, whatever, I'm not even going to fight it. Or if those bosses are taking the same time
1: off. Yeah. When I did, I did used to work for a local company and they were, uh, to their credit, super duper cool with, um, you know, the uh, not, I guess, figuratively and literally uh, hangover the next day of like, you know, maybe canceling some meetings and like taking it slow, slow roll the day uh, after a primetime game.
0: So like, I know I have a very unique job. Sure. But uh, the station I work on, uh, WCMF in Rochester. We are the official station of the Buffalo Bills. Oh, wow. No that's big deal. that's impressive. No big deal. And that's probably cuz I'm on it. Sure. Oh yeah. I'm well, sure that clearly. I, I'm sure that was the deal that showed up. But because of that, uh we cover the games on uh the day before the game, mm-hmm. and we recap the games the day after the game. Mm-hmm. So I cannot ever take a day off after any Bills game ever. Yeah, that's unfortunate. It sucks to be you. In fact, uh, when we go to England, my family and I, to go see this Bills game in England, mm-hmm. I am broadcasting live the whole week after the game from England. I was going to ask you that, too.
1: So, and that confirms it.
0: Um, ouch. Bummer. Yeah. So, wait, you're just going to do it in, like, a hotel room? In my room, yeah. The, the, our engineer, Derek, is going to send me with all the equipment I need to do, and much like we're doing it in the home studio here, minus the gold records and Wiz Khalifa bobblehead. <laughs> oh. You're, cool.
1: you're painting a picture that is a much more prestigious than the reality. What did I exaggerate? <laughs> I guess nothing, nothing but at all. you know, yeah.
0: But yeah, I'm going to do it live there. So like all I I got to tell you man, like if you have a job that you cannot get out of going to. Mm-hmm. Those getting back to work the next day after those home primetime games is it's always the worst day of the year for yeah. you. Oh, totally. Unless the Bills win and you can ride that adrenaline all the way through. That's
1: the th- yeah, no, for sure. That is definitely a thing. I have done that myself um yeah riding that high until as long as you possibly can
0: but like here's the thing the one good thing about having season tickets is i can tell someone else you're driving home and oh sure! Oh, I didn't think about that. You're driving. I'll, I'll take you. Right. You're driving. As soon as that game is over, I am sleeping as much as I can in your car on the ride back to my place. Mm-hmm. I am getting out of my car, getting into my car, not even going in my house, driving to the radio studio, and we're going to do some radio this morning. Good for you. And it's going to suck. It's going to be a terrible <laughs> show,
1: more so than normal. But that's what happens. Um, kudos to you. I would want to be in control of that driving home situation as much as it would suck. Uh, because I don't want to wake up to the sound of, like, th- like, warning strips rumbling and shaking my car, which has happened a few times. Eh.
0: Look, man, I've had a good run. If it happens, it happens. But, yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Okay.
1: Now I'm trying to take a catalog of all the games that I, I may have to, or days from work, I may have to
0: take off. Is your Apple Watch on? Making noises right Did now. Did it ding? Are you... Oopsie Did doopsie? you just yell at me for not being a professional? Listen, I, in my listen, home studio, listen, with all of the equipment that I have. And then your Apple Watch that you just got today I started just digging. It. Oh I just silenced God. it.
1: Thank you, Apple, for being so intuitive that I can just figure out how to turn it silent. Did
0: you get an Apple Watch? Because I got an Apple Watch.
1: No, I got an Apple Watch because I wanted to get a better understanding of my uh, my movements and uh, like physical activity. What are you, Marcel Marceau? A better understanding of my movements. Yeah, I wanted to understand how like like. If, as far as, like, exercise and fitness and stuff, by the way, that's I,
0: what sold me. I understand there was a deep cut, so please Google that. I mean, it's no DJ Skat Cat. Skat Cat. Which, by the way... Are you going to spell Marcel Marcel for people? DJ S-K-A-T-K-A-T. <laughs> I got three texts from people the week we did that show about DJ Skat Cat. It's Dynamite reference.
1: That's going on a shirt. That Di- DJ Skat Cat in a Bills helmet, like circa 1980s uh, kicker with just the one uh, bar going across it and giant shoulder pads, I would wear that shirt in a heartbeat. Okay, so we sold three.
0: Actually, no, one to you and maybe to the three people that (laughs) texted me about that reference. All right, the next time the Bills are on the field, it is real, baby. Oh, man. Get after it. I can't wait. And well, that's just it, man. Um... We need to put things in perspective before we get to this game. Okay, and we'll do it next. Let's go, Dufflo, and the Odyssey app. Yeah. We we'll reach your podcast. Depress everybody. Breathe. Hold it. Breathe. Okay. So let's go Duffalo, the Odyssey app wherever we get your podcast. I mean, this is what we've been waiting for since the moment rumors showed up that Aaron Rodgers was going to end up a New York Jet. And we have discussed at length here on this show all Mm offseason about what this means and what it could, what potential it could have on this Bill's season. Yeah. When we found out it was going to be opening night. The stress and excitement and anxiety got ratcheted up even higher somehow. Ratchet. Clamp it down. Okay. But we do have to keep all of this in perspective here. Okay. All right. Why? On a scale of 1 to 10, how important is getting a win in this game for you Monday night against the Jets two weeks from tonight? Scale of 1 to 10? Scale scale of 1 to 10.
1: Mm, I mean, I would would say 7. Why? Because divisional game. Okay. Conference game. Okay. Uh,
0: rivalry game. It can't be a divisional game and not a conference game. I just once you say divisional. All right, fair one,
1: enough. Yeah. So there's there's seating and and playoff implications on the line right there. Okay. So go. those three things valid. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then also just rivalry in general. Yeah, that's i what I'm Smash saying. the Jets, right? Yeah, okay. Um, but why it's not higher than that? It's because it's week one. Okay. You have you have 17 other weeks to uh well, 16 other games, 17 other weeks to like you know see how things are gonna play out. No one knows who's who's doing what against a team that like nobody has any real tape on other than the, what the two drives that the the uh, Jets starting offense. Excuse me, put on the tape.
0: Well, so. that's what's funny, man. Like the quintessential, you cannot take anything in the preseason at face value. Was mm-hmm. that Jets game? Did you watch it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I sat down, buckled up, and that first drive they looked terrible. First drive was bad, horrible. The offensive line could not protect Aaron Rodgers, and then the second drive. Everything came together. They had a nice touchdown pass over in the. corner. That was, I mean, that call a spade a spade. That was a beauty of a pass. Okay, look, man.
1: I, I oh, I mean, it's a it's a skilled uh, multi or several or, or multi time uh, NFL MVP.
0: It's a one on one corner ball with a corner
1: against that... a but 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 to a receiver who is highly skilled. Like yes. I get it. Like don't get me wrong. Like you have the advantage as the offense, right there. You know exactly where the ball is going to go. Like yeah, you can make whatever play on the ball you can.
0: It's a it's a really hard defense. I don't know. Like I'm not saying it wasn't a nice touchdown pass, like, but the second everyone's just like falling all over themselves on the. Heart. I, know what, it's be happening. I mean, I don't I know, think I know, it's indicative of like this is going to happen every single that's game. That's all I was seeing. All I, well, this is what you get. That's I think, those, we tried people, to warn you I think those people
1: are jumping the gun at Tad, but I mean, they're putting it on tape that they, that they can do it. Well, you know, but
0: again, it's not even a complicated play. Like that's what happens when you leave a corner one on one with him. Sure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, of course he's going there. Yeah, he's if gonna, he wasn't going there, it would be alarming. Right, it's Garrett Wilson against who knows. I have no idea who that corner was, which, again, leads me to the point that there's nothing you can take from any of that tape because they looked terrible, and then they looked like world beaters. Mm -hmm. And I am dying to know, dying to know how it all comes together for the Jets on Monday Night Football, because I know how it's going to come together for the Bills. Mm -hmm. When the lights come on, especially in primetime, the Bills come out to play. They, They always do. They always do. Right, the bills are flying under the radar somehow. Mm -hmm. Right, people have them down. They have the you have some folks picking the bills to finish third their division, so they're playing with house money right now,
1: which is so funny too. Because like I I don't know where you're seeing that. Because I see, I mean, power rankings are what they are, you know. I see the Bills no lower than five, you No, know, I, 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 with I, no other
0: divisional team ahead of them. I've, I saw the Bills as a power rank six, third in their division. Really? The Dolphins and the Jets over them. Look, wow. I mean, look, uh, yes. It is what it is. Some of these people are clowns, whatever. But the point that I'm making is for the Bills to go from slam dunk Super Bowl favorites last season, almost wire to wire, to they can't even come in second place in their own division is ridiculous. Sure. And you're right. This game, in the grand scheme of things, does not matter. The Bills lost to the Jets last year. After they lost to the Dolphins back-to-back divisional games, they were 2 at one point. They ran the table. They won the division by, what, three games by the end of the season? Something like that, yeah. I mean, like anything can happen. I saw a stat the other day. Are the Bills 12-3 and 3 in their last three years in the division? They went 6-0. Six and
1: 6-0. 5-1. 11. Who did they? Oh, they lost to the New England, uh, in, the New win England game. in the
0: win game. Yep. And so, then two last year. So two yeah. losses. Wait, no, so they're eleven, four, they're fifteen and three hmm. in their last three years in the AFC East. Six, twelve, eighteen. Yeah, no, you're right. Fifteen and three. Yeah.
1: So for that now to be so after that record, and granted that's history, whatever the case, everyone's different every year, and any given Sunday and all that yada blada garbage. But you love saying Any Given Sunday. I love it. Like I mean, your, that's like
0: your favorite saying. Any Given Sunday, man. You know that. You, it it is. talk like this. It is. And defense wins championships. Defense wins championships, Any Given Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If they could see your mustache, they would know that's an appropriate voice for you. Okay, sure. So, uh,
1: <laughs> so um, but yeah, no, I don't think that's like, I, I think that's pretty misguided to be like, look at the, the history here, and now they're going to finish third in the division. I'm with you. Yeah, but
0: was, I don't know about that, Jim. So, here's the thing. <laughs> I agree with you that it's one game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I agree with you that there are 16 games coming after it. All of those things are right. Sure. Thank you. But God, do I want this game so bad? Oh, oh well, of course. Boy, howdy doody. Thank you, cutie. Smack it between two slices of bread and give it to me as a sandwich. Like, like, If the Bills would have lost that game last year against the Rams, I could have handled it no problem, showing up the next day and been like, okay, we're good. Mm-hmm. The, Bills.
1: the, the N- NFC game, uh, week one, you can explain your way defending
0: Super Bowl champ. They won a Super Bowl last year. Like you could have you could have argued your way out of that one all day. The Bills losing the opener two years ago to the Steelers wasn't great. No. Nope. But like I was I wasn't driving away from that stadium thinking the season was over. Sure. Like did not did not feel that way. And I'm not gonna feel that way if the Bills lose to the Jets, knocking on, what, of course, excuse me. Mm. You literally just did that. But I said excuse me. I also oh, you did too. Me. All right, whatever, shut up. I'm also not going to think the sky is falling, but just because of everything that happened this offseason, mm-hmm. because of my hatred for Aaron Rodgers that, I've, mm-hmm. that has just been building and building and building over the last couple of years. Yeah, All of these Jets fans that think that they're going to win a Super Bowl with 18 new pieces on their team, an offensive coordinator that could not keep his head coaching job for more than 13 games. Mm-hmm. I want it so bad. It would be nice. so bad. It'd be really, really nice. And I don't even need, like, I, I almost kind of want, if I could play out the script perfectly, I want a close Bills win. I want there really? I okay. want there to be hope. <laughs> I want Jets <laughs> Diabolical. fans. Diabolical. No, I'm telling you, man, I'm being completely sincere. Because if the Bills go out there and they blow the doors off them like they did the Rams last season, and I don't know what happens here again. There's no tape on the Jets. We don't know what they're capable of until they roll out the ball against the Bills. Mm-hmm. If the Bills go out there and blow them out, the New York Post is just going to eat. Rodgers for breakfast. Like I can't wait to see what animals they put his helmeted face on on the cover of the New York Post Tuesday morning if they go get blown out. Right? I mean, it seems like giraffe is like the way to go. Okay, but if it's a close game, the whole like, oh, no. All of a sudden it goes. I'm like, yeah, Bills not even going to finish third in division II. Yeah, Bills not division every or the fact
1: or the fact that it's it for a, a while. or that it's a fluke or or you know something like that. Um, yeah, know. I get your point. I want it, I uh, but, want it but those close games, man, they really
0: eat up the old, uh, you know, anxiety. No, I'm with you. I'm with you, but I, I think I'm at the point now after the way the bills have played and the games that we've seen all these last three years, four years where they've been really good. Mm-hmm. The anxiety affects me physically less than it did. Whoa. Wow. I'm on the other side of that one, buddy. I've been here. I like, Don't get me wrong. I'm gonna live or die with it. Mm-hmm. And how I feel after the game will not change. But the heart doesn't race as much because I believe in Josh Allen. Fair point. I um and
1: and maybe my my anxiety as far as Bill's watching was at an all-time high last year. And I bet the The expectations of the team, the fact that they were odds on favor to win the Super Bowl, the fact that they blew the doors off week one and week two, like the largest differential uh, uh, offensive differential in in, or just in general in like whatever it was, it was something crazy that when when things started to not go as well, that anxiety went like, holy moly, I'm not feeling great about this. Mm -hmm. Anything that was, that was, uh, that would otherwise been like a, Oh, whatever it happens seemed a lot more like of a, of an issue. Sure. So now that we're on the other side of that, I'm hoping now that I'm kind of talking out loud that it won't be as bad because I also trust Josh Allen. I don't care what the down and distance is. I think we can convert on every single play. They've shown they can do it. And at the end of the day, they're a good, they've shown that they're a good enough team that like one or two or three losses throughout the season is not going to derail your season, even if they are like last year, divisional or like last year, conference games. Like, yet yeah, it screwed up with the
0: seeding, but either way, like I'm confident that we're going to bounce back. I mean, look, as we get into this 2023, 2024, which I'd love I have to do it like hockey now because the season now rolls into January. I can't
1: stand that.
0: Whenever I whenever I hear hockey people talk about
1: oh it was a 98 ninety eight ninety nine season well, that's what it was I know that but it's just irritating okay what do you want to call it then I just everyone just come up with like like if it's it literally
0: starts, the year literally splits the season in half
1: we should talk about the um the season the year that it starts it's the twenty twenty three season
0: done okay um that being said yeah. I had a point I was going to make, and you just started rambling, and I completely lost. Oh, after everything the Bills went through last season, yeah, with the snowstorm, mm-hmm. the what three road games in twelve days that they had to play, mm-hmm. everything that happened with Demar Hamlin, all the drama with Diggs. If you were able to make it through all that, yep, and win a playoff game, there is Barely. knocking on the wood, <laughs> knocking on wood here. So what, man? Hey, wins a win, I get you. There's no way the season can go as poorly as it did last year. Outside factors, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, like. All of the bad luck happened. Yeah. They're, all of
1: it. They're battle-hardened from all of that stuff. And they've only added skill players on top of it. I'm very confident, very excited going into week one. I cannot wait for this fortnight
0: ahead of us uh, to... Why do you say stupid things? It's two weeks. I, I you don't... You're that guy. What? Like, you You look like a guy... Just trying to have fun with it. You're speaking like a guy who owns a sword. I can't please you do I own multiple swords I do, do you want a sword I have I own zero swords you said Fortnite. you use it in a sentence and like I'm looking at your mustache you look like a guy that might own a sword okay well I don't do you own a knife I own zero knives you don't own like a ceremonial fu- like an Aaron Rodgers selling it to you at a flea market knife <laughs> I don't I do not own any type of uh
1: I don't own any weapon let me put it that way unless you count these these 22 inch pythons
0: a python is not a weapon could have said oh, guns.
1: Yeah.
0: You know what? That's a weapon. You stupid. We were doing so good. And like right at you, tripped over at the finish line. Okay. All right. I tell you what. I'm going to give you the last word before you end this show. Yeah. You seem frustrated. I'm not frustrated. And you seem frustrated and sad.
1: I'm not frustrated. I'm not sad. I'm excited. I, I, am, I am so jacked up for the season. I, I have been waiting for this, as I'm sure every Bills fan has. <laughs> for the for what seems like forever especially after ending on such a poor note especially going through everything we did in the offseason all the drama leading into the preseason all that jazz and now it's finally here in two weeks so i'm gonna enjoy this labor day weekend with my family i hope you do as well and i am going to uh just prepare myself for for monday night football
0: on tiktok ryan if they, uh folks want to follow us on tiktok where they can where can they go they can go to at letscott.go.duffalo all right let's go duffalo there uh we will see you again we're going to find up time to do this show before you go on your vacation because i don't want to leave everybody but two weeks between shows sure. especially with everything getting ready the way we are sure like subscribe we would love you for it and we will see you again in a couple of days here getting ready for the jets Woo! in new york city but before we go one more thing go bills